What's up? What's up, dude? Man, the sound quality is really good. It sounds really awesome, man. How you doing? Good, good. Awesome. Well, guys, this is uh, Eddie Pusheng right here, accompanied with Richard Smith, the one and only in the Houston market. Richard, you <laughs> ready? You ready, you, you ready to inspire, brother? Oh yeah. Are you ready yep. to freaking inspire, man? Always. Always. Okay, well this always. This is this is our test podcast episode right here. So we're gonna be it's raw. So you guys don't be judging us. Uh we're definitely testing it right now. This is our very first freaking podcast episode ever. So uh if you guys want to give it a shit about it, you know what? F you. All right. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, so guys, we've actually been thinking about doing this forever now. I think it's been what two years. Richard been trying to, we've been yeah. trying to do this, and we just keep getting distracted. Yep, we've been talking about it for a couple of years now. Okay, well, finally, we finally made it happen, guys. So, hey, officially, let's go ahead and uh, introduce you guys to this podcast. This is uh, now or never. Now or never is really a mindset. It's designed specifically to make sure that you guys execute on your goals and your plans to make it happen. Because without execution, nothing else happens, right? You can have all the knowledge in the yeah. world. You can have all the you you could you, you could have read all the books in the world, attended all the seminars, all the workshops, watch all the webinars, and uh, if you don't apply, if you don't execute what you learn and what you know, nothing ever happens. Would you agree? Exactly. Yeah. So, what, yep. what 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 do you think the point of this uh, podcast is going to be, dude? For us to, you know, share obviously our wisdom, I, knowledge with, uh, yeah, and this is not going to be really targeting a specific industry. I think we want to um, we want to reach, you know, any entrepreneur or sales professional who either uh, struggling or feels that they're spinning wheels, stuck in the same spot right. for a while, and um, I think you and I both have uh, a lot of really cool experiences that we're going to share with people from hardships you know um going through ups and downs of our career i think between the two of us we can probably share some highlights of uh rags to riches to rags back to riches right and 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 right and whatever whatever else in between yep and i think it's i think we both have a deep passion for helping people and um i think we can help a lot of people man i really do and help ourselves at the same time dude i'm excited i'm excited so i guess let's introduce ourselves to the listeners or to the one or two people who are listening to us right now um you know, obviously our passion is for us to reach as many people as we possibly can we're doing this out of fun right out of way of giving back uh, richard's actually a very respected uh individual really in the mortgage business he actually is a coach he coaches a lot of loan officers across the nation to grow their business and become successful um i i obviously have uh you know similar background as well um and um i guess we can start by sharing our stories with them so that whether you know who they're talking why number one why should they listen to us because obviously it's a very important question like what the hell do we know right for us to talk about these topics right but then number two I think we need to be um, as transparent as possible about our stories and about our lives and the hardships and the ups and downs that we've been through uh, for them to be, you know, for, for people to kind of, to relate to us, to know that we're not some freaking gurus who've never uh, experienced hardships. I think it's really important for people to relate. 
Yep, I agree, and and it's it's really, you know, you hear about so many successful people, so many super successful people, and we we in general people see the success and never really think about or hear about or or see the struggles and the ups and downs and uh, the failures and then learning from those failures because that that's really how you grow it you know having a failure doing something wrong and then fixing it and um, being even better and you know it kind of it's kind of the difference Eddie between people that will never see success because they look at failure as the end as I failed mm-hmm. as opposed to this is what I learned I learned how not to do it and then I did it differently moving on and so I think that's a, a great point that we we all you know make mistakes we all right. fail in some way or another and then grow and learn from it and and get past it so yep that's awesome agreed agreed so dude in in five minutes or less because really the the whole point of um i think i think the plan is for us to keep these uh, episodes um as short as possible right within 15 to 20 minutes long because right. i think any anything longer than 20 minutes i think it becomes too long for people to digest we're sharing i want to keep it simple straight to the point no fluff uh, actionable items that we can share with them on a daily basis for them to uh, to make something out of it. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I agree 100%. Awesome. Yeah. So in five minutes or less, man, can you tell Richard Smith's story so that people can see where you where you came from, how you started, and and obviously don't don't forget to mention you know some of the hardships you've went through went through and how you overcame them and where you are today and all the good stuff. Oh sure, yeah. Um, I didn't I haven't thought about this, but let's. Uh, Gosh, keeping we'll you on the spot, about... baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about in the mortgage industry, and um, you know where I started in mortgage. Where pretty much, I think, like a lot of people, you start in a sales position, thrown in, and um, being thrown in. You know, and a lot of people might relate to this. It literally is. Hey, you know. Go get. Uh, there, 15 years ago, there wasn't a lot of training, a lot of things online you could learn. Uh, you tried to find a mentor, but you know people are busy, so it's just getting thrown in. So it, there's a huge struggle jumping into a new business and not having a lot of mentorship. Uh, so a few years went by, kind of roller coaster business going up and down until I found some structure and. Um, started finding mentors that I could really watch and see what they did and see the mistakes they made and see what they're doing right instead of trying to invent the um, you know the wheel see what's what somebody's doing that's right and then following that and you know you get the same results so so kind of went from um, a few years of a roller coaster business to finding the right mentors and joining a mastermind group where there were a lot of really, really good right. people. Um, and that's when my business really started uh, booming and, and uh, really in, you know, being in the mortgage business, it was about closing loans, helping people with their financing and, and uh, increasing my volume month after month and then year after year um, doing that. So, and then, you know, some different 
different mistakes and different uh, failures along the way. Of um, usually, it, Eddie, in my case, it was more kind of losing touch of what I'm doing, um, and that might be too broad of a, a thing. But it's kind of like keeping your eye off off the, uh, you know, kind of losing right. focus. And it happens sometimes, and so you kind of make adjustments and then do things differently, and then go back. Um, sounds real cliche, but go back to basics. And a lot of times, going back to basics, staying and getting refocused um, has helped me. But but really, my main thing has been to find the right mentors, find the right friendships. Um, just like you, you know, you and I, Eddie, we met. Um, kind of through a mastermind group, and it's just surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And and you know, there's a lot of uh, people out there that are super successful, and then there's a good fit for different mm-hmm. people. And so that's that's kind of been my main uh, my time of struggle, let's say, where I had to refocus. It's not something I did on my own. It's something that I had like-minded people. I had Uh, friendships, mentors, um, you know, people like you, Eddie, that, that, um, you know, we talk about different things and we, we uh, brainstorm. And so it's one of those things where you don't want to be alone. You want to have people around you that are going to help you through uh, maybe a tough time or a a failure or a mistake and then uh, refocus. So that's, that's been, uh, a lot of you know there's there's always ups and downs what i've seen happen though it's kind of like there's ups and downs but you're still gradually going up as you're doing that does that make sense if i had a if we had yeah if we had a visual i could show you but you know you're even when you have a failure and you go down you're still moving up kind of like the you know you look at the stock market charts it you know, times that it's going up, it might come down a little, but then it's still going up. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So, so that was a quick five minutes, man, man, with no, no, uh, preparation. I I can tell you this much, dude, that, uh, you actually were my coach, uh, in my beginning years of, uh, in the mortgage business. And, uh, you've definitely helped me, um, achieve a lot of uh, goals and, uh, accomplish a lot of milestones, uh, to where I am today. A business owner owning my own office, having employees right. under me, and we're basically generating uh, a massive amount of uh, production on a monthly basis. So, so this this guy right here awesome. is obviously you know he, he's he's the real deal, and I'm I'm one of his students for sure. So, um, I consider you a, a great coach and definitely one of uh, one of those mentors that I'm lucky to have in my life for sure, and a great friend. And- and I appreciate that, and I I feel the same way. And it's it's um, funny because I look at you as the same. You're uh, you at the same token, a great coach, a great mentor. And so it's cool that we can see each other to get you know the same way. So I, man, you you know you have uh, you have done such a great job, and you have that. such a great. Um, yeah, so I appreciate that. Great friendship at the same time. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're definitely looking forward to build this thing up here. So that's the reason why we're sharing this information with you guys because we know sometimes you feel like you're alone and you're struggling by yourself and nobody's out there holding your hand and pushing you. And uh, I, I want you guys to allow me and Richard to kind of be your cheerleaders and helping you guys 
push through these hardships and these struggles because we've right. been down that path multiple times. Um, and I can, you know, I guess let me, let me share a little bit about myself so that way people know who the heck I am. So uh, my name is Eddie Fusheng. I actually came to this country back in 1997 at the age of 17 years old without speaking a word of English. And really the story started back in 1990 when I was 10 years old. Uh, one, you know, I think, I think this is really the beginning of it, Richard. My favorite uncle who I looked up to, he was like my role model. He ended up uh, migrating from Egypt and he came to the US in 87. And then he went to Egypt for a vacation, for a quick summer vacation in 1990. And that was the first time I've seen him since he left. And he brought with him, if you remember, I, uh, some of the younger listeners right here will not need, not even know what the hell I'm talking about right here. But uh, back in 1990, right. he brought me a Sony Walkman. Do you remember the Walkman? Back, I sure do. Back in, the, <laughs> back in the days when we used to listen to cassette tapes before the iPod yes. and the iPhone and stuff. Well, he brought me uh, a Sony Walkman. And at the time, Egypt really was a, a really a closed, uh, uh, how can I say it, a closed market, meaning they don't right. really import stuff from outside of the, the, the country. And it, it's a developing country. So n none of that electronic stuff was really out there. So I remember I was basically the only kid in the whole freaking school and the neighborhood that had something from America. Uh, and then he brought me the Nintendo with the orange freaking gun, if you remember it, with the duck, yeah, uh, the wow. duck game. So, you know, long story short, that was really the, the entry uh, introduction to America. And he would show me pictures from San Francisco and, you know, some of those, uh, you know, like the, 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 the Golden Gate Bridge, uh, the Statue of Liberty when he was in New York and all this stuff. And I grew wow. so fascinated and really in love with America before I even saw it, right? And at the time, we didn't really know anything about America other than the stuff that people from America were bringing uh, into the country. Are you with me? Yeah, yeah. And in, in 1994, something really cool happened. Uh, Egypt started airing uh, American TV shows and American movies. Um, in the country and uh, one of those there was a couple of TV shows that were airing at the time on the uh, Egyptian TV with Arabic subtitles on this on the screen because we didn't understand what the hell was being said uh, right. one of those shows was Texas Walker Ranger with Chuck Norris and yep. uh, and X-Files and uh, another another soap opera for the, like, the older generation was called Bold and the Beautiful at the time um, but the Chuck Norris show, the Texas Walker Ranger, I became obsessed with that with that show to the point that I used to imitate Chuck Norris at school and, and, <laughs> and, and, and pretend that I was speaking English, but it was gibberish, right? That's awesome. And, and I just lived in that bubble, that bubble called America. I was so obsessed with it. And that's really one word that I think when I look back is, the, uh, is one of the crucial pieces for me to achieve or I have. That, that helped me achieve a lot of the stuff in my life was obsession. Like once you become obsessed right. with something, that's when you literally uh, make something about it or do something about it. So from 94 to 97, three year period, I lived in a bubble called America. Like I would actually dress as if I was living in America. I would pretend that I was living in America, but I was actually in Egypt. But mentally mm. in my mind, I was living in America, right? Um, yeah. And then in 97, when I was 17, um, I finally was able to make it happen. Obviously, the story of how I came to America, it's a totally different conversation. It would take probably two hours to explain. Um, it was an absolute miracle on how I was able to, you know, get my visa approved and come to this country and all this stuff. Because for you to get a visa from the Middle East to come to this country right here is like yeah. almost, almost impossible, right? I don't want to say impossible because I made it, right? So. Right. 
I came in 97. I was 17 years old, did not speak a word of English, and I was obsessed with learning English. And that's why I'm speaking、mm. to you in English today, right? Right.、Um, you know, obviously, got in in in, in selling.、Um, I started selling in '99. I was 19 years old.、Um, I was I was I was an introvert, actually. Believe it or not, dude, I was an introvert、uh, when I was younger. But sales is really what kind of helped me get that thicker skin and get out of my、uh, right. What's you know what, what's the word when 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 you get out of the comfort zone and. And try something different, and it, may, and it forces you to grow and become something. Oh, exactly.、Better. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then I obviously got into. I was able to get promoted to be a sales manager, and then I got into the mortgage business. And then the crash happened in oh seven oh eight, and、uh, that was only refinance. So I was basically pounding the phone two hundred times a day, and then、um, got into insurance, and then lost everything when the crash happened. Got foreclosed on, lost my houses, lost my cars. We ended up moving from a four thousand square foot of house into like an eight hundred square foot apartment, and obviously through all these hardships,、um, I was able to stand back up again. Did insurance, did very well, and then I ended up basically canceling my insurance career because I really had a, had passion for the mortgage business. Right, and that's when I got back in the mortgage business, and、uh, I got my license in December twenty fifteen, and I started selling in January twenty sixteen. And the last three years. I have accomplished more in the last three years, believe it or not, Dukes, than I have accomplished in the last seventeen years. The seventeen、yep. before it, unbelievable. Yeah, I, I yeah. And- Richard, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm sorry. Go I, ahead. And I believe you've fallen to that top five percent in、uh, in the. In the mortgage business, so that's a huge, huge accomplishment. And you made a really, really, or you made a comment that kind of makes a good point that、um, you've got to be obsessed, man, to be to be as successful as you are, and, and for the, the most successful people out there and the people that do really well above and beyond the average,、uh, you got to be obsessed. You got to love what you do. You got to think it, breathe it. You got to stay. Focused, and so that's what I've seen you do. That's、uh, been awesome. And you mentioned it being obsessed with this country, and now you, and that's what you did. You came to this country, and you figured out a way.、Uh, being and, obsessed and the, with the business. The, yeah. The funny, the funny. Well, it's not really funny, but you know, when you look back, obviously, I didn't realize realize what the hell I was doing back then. But the fact that I my my gateway to America was the show, right? Texas Walker Ranger, and. Out of all the fifty states in the country, where do I live? Texas, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. In Austin, the capital of the state, and、yep. I became a U.S. citizen in two thousand and six in Texas. Believe it or not, and that was one of my obsessions as well. Like I've always dre- dreamt of becoming an American citizen, right? And, right. And、uh, so the the power, and this is the part I was going to talk to you about. I was going to ask you some questions about the power of your intention when you intend something. And and absolutely think about it and become obsessed with it, to the point that you're actually manifesting it in your life. You're creating it because all your actions and everything you do, 100% congruent to that intention that you've created because because of your obsession. Exactly.、Uh, can you、yeah. can, can you share some Can you share some of this stuff with us? I think in in you. So you talk about intention. And you talk, and it, a lot of it is being obsessed w- with the focused goals, or what is what is your big why? And you know, we hear that all the time. What's your why? 
But sometimes when when uh, people talk about what's your why, they people will think about things in huge, broad ideas. Like, well, my why is to make sure my blah 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 blah. Like just huge things, leaving a legacy. It always doesn't have to be that way. It, it, sometimes it's my why is to be happy. My why is to do what I want and have the freedoms to work with who I want, work you know when I want. And so it's it is uh, it's really I, and I think it's about focus, Eddie. I think it's really about focus, and it's about what do you intend to do and how do you intend to get there. And then staying focused on it. So I know that that、uh, you caught me a little off guard with that question because I didn't have a a really great answer to that. But I think it well, really is about about staying focused. I, I think I think your answer is really great, dude. Because he, this is this is the thing too. We want to keep our conversations with、uh, with our listeners raw as possible. We're, like none of right, none right. of none of the stuff we're talking about right here was planned or written down or anything like that. I think I think to have it authentic for everybody who's listening to us, we need to keep it raw with that plan. We know the topic <laughs> that we're going to talk about,、um, and that's that's what we're saying about in the very beginning. If you guys are going to give a shit about it, for the fact that we're we're speaking to you from a raw、uh, aspect of our lives. Uh, this this podcast. If, if, if you're not enjoying it, this podcast is not for you. This is for people who are absolutely looking for authenticity and、yes. reality. If you're looking for someone who is basically,、um, you know, they're great at creating facades and、uh, and giving you the absolute perfect answer on how things are done. And this is definitely not the podcast for you. I think I think what、exactly. we try to create right here is a podcast based out of reality and.、Uh, And 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 really sincere authenticity of what we actually go through, and there's no shame. There's absolutely no freaking shame. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yep. I、uh, and I and I'll I will、uh, let the listeners know too that to what you just said, I literally didn't even know we were doing this.、Um, Eddie just said, "Hey, get on, <laughs> get on the app、that's, and let's test this best, thing out." So, that's the best that's way his, to do it, man. I agree. It's、yeah. as raw as it gets. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's no. There's no point for SAP freaking planning, man. Because here's the thing. I agree. I, I want. I want. I want you who is listening to us right now,、um, whether it's you one or two or ten or you know however many listening right now.、Um, we're talking to you as if you have approached us right now and asked us a question. There is no time for us to plan the answer. We have to give you the answer exactly as we see it. Right, and this is, I think, in my personal opinion, dude. This usually the best advice or the best insight that we usually、yes. receive from people is the one that is given to us on the spot. Right, I agree, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, exactly. So,、uh, you know, the reason why we're creating this podcast is because we get a lot of messages from people on Facebook and、uh, Facebook Messenger,、um, you know, asking us simple questions about our, you know, success and career and how we were doing it and how we were、right. overcome the, ch- the challenges. So we just thought about, you know, why not freaking create a podcast that reaches thousands and, if not, obviously, our goal is to reach millions within a short time. To、yeah. affect people and help them, you know, obviously achieve their goals. Yep. Cool. Three hundred percent. That's awesome. We're at tw- we're at twenty three minutes. We're three minutes over. We want to keep it at twenty minutes、uh, long. So, guys, if you find if you found this、uh, conversation、uh, valuable and insightful, and you feel like this is something that you're very interested in. 
um, obviously we ask for your support to help us obviously, you know, to stay motivated to provide these contents for you guys. We ask you to go ahead and like this um, episode, obviously subscribe to the channel. And uh, last, we want you obviously to rate us because that's how we are, that's how we become relevant in the search on the podcast uh, search. And we also ask you to do us one huge favor, share it with as many people as you possibly can who you think might find this message valuable. Richard, yep. last, any, any last comments? Yeah, my last comment is no matter who you are, where you are, what you're doing in your business, how good it is, how bad it is, no matter what, never freaking quit. Never quit on your goals. Never quit on your, your main uh, why and what you're doing and why you're doing it in your work, in your life. Just You just never quit, man, ever. Awesome. And obviously, we want to hear from you guys. So uh, if you have any recommendations uh, for us on topics that you would like us to maybe discuss or cover, uh, feel free to uh, comment in, in your reviews. Uh, and, and at some point, I believe in the next episode or so, Richard, we're going to have the websites ready for that uh, podcast yes. uh, where people can go and uh, maybe send us uh, messages or communicate with us on messages. Uh, maybe maybe we need to create a Facebook page as well where people can go to the Facebook page and also communicate with us as well. So yeah, we'll work on we'd that. We'd love to hear from you guys. Guys, literally, we created this thing uh, just literally out of uh, out of a quick freaking text message, you know, text message between me and him. So there's no, and that that's the, that's what we're trying to do right here. That's the intention of this podcast is to teach you that you don't need to be planning for shit. Excuse my French right here. Exactly. You decide you want to do something. Take you just got to do it immediately. Yep. Otherwise, it will never forget. Yep. All right. Exactly. All right, All right man. Hey, dude. Sounds good. Thanks for jumping on this call with us. And uh, we'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Take care. Yep. Bye.